0: Okay, people, it is time for a new Echo Chamber this week—not doing week, last week, but we have got flavor for you. We got three films. You know, we take a little step back in time with two, and then a new. Okay, people, let's get things popping with the first of our um, look-backs, people. It is the Matrix Resurrection. Well, 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 it's been a while, right? But I finally, finally got round to checking out the Matrix Resurrection. Yeah. Did it, people. Did it. I mean, this film, what, it came out in 21. You know, last year. And there's so much talk about it, right? So much talk about it. It's been. It's been a while. Right, since the, the last one, which was ooh, Revolutions, right? So that was 2003. So, yeah, you know, nearly 20 years, right? Nearly 20 years. And to be honest, I hate, it. I thought those films were so bad, so bad. So it's just like, look, it's been ages. Those stunk, right? It, it kind of ended. So what else is there? I mean, what else is there to tell? With this one, only one Wachowski came back, Solana. Um, she wrote it with David Mitchell and Alexander Hemman. Um, producing the film, we have got Grant Hill, James McTague, um, and Lana Wachowski, right? They, um, executive producing is Karine Wachowski, I have no clue who that is, um, Michael Salvin, uh, Terry Nedham, uh, Gr- Garrett Grant, Jesse Emmeren, Bruce Berman and Amy Algetti, This is Hushit produced by Matt Bilski. Um, and Lauren Turgeon. It's co-produced by Charlie Wobuckham, um, Henning Mollefenter. And Christopher Faser and Mickey Emerich. So yeah, there you go, people. There you go. Music is Johnny Kilmeck and Tom Torqueer. Cinematography is Danielle Mazasessi and John Toll. It's edited by Joseph Jett Sally. Casting is Carmen Kuba. Production design is Hugh Baitup and Peter Walpole. Art direction handled by Ravi Bansal. Richard Bloom, Daniel Frank, Stephen O. Gesler, Wolfgang Metchin, Angel Muller, Tamia Nickel, Nancy Nobert, Esther Schreiner, and Maya Shimoguchi. Set decoration set decoration is Lisa Bennon and Barbara Munch. Costume design is Lindsay Pugh. And we have some things to say about old Linz. Our cast, wow. Well, 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 well. We have got Keanu Reeves back as Neo, aka Thomas Anderson. Carrie Ann Moss is Trinity, aka Tiffany. We've got Yaya Abdul Maten II as Morpheus, aka Agent Smith. Right? Yeah. We have Jonathan Groff as Smith. Jessica Henwich is Bugs. Neil Patrick Harris is the Analyst. Jada Pinkett Smith is Niobe. We got um, Priyanka Shawpra Jonas as Sati. Christina Ritchie, who are oh, watching it it's like, is that Wednesday. Oh, shit, it is. Right. She is Gwendavia. Um Lambert Wilson is the Mera Vinganion. Andrew Lewis Chadwell is Jude. Toby on is Sequena max remlott is shepherd I have joshua Groof as function brian j smith is berg eridarina ibarra is lexi michael x somers is sky l trey wilson is hanu mumbi mayana is Elista Max Mooth is Quillian. Yeah, Purab Kuli is Zen. Freema Agaman is Astra. Sabrina Shrekko is Fiona. Andrew Rotteny is Scott. Cooper Rivers is JJ GJ. Um Thelma Hopkins is Freya. Leo Shang is Bobby. Uh, Joe Mazer is Cup. Chad Stransky is Chad. <laughs> Julian Gray is Brandon. Gagey Chatter Mubat is Donnie. Tiger Hu Chen is M-O-T-C. Volker Buff is Cush. Uh, Ellen Holman is Echo. I kind of feel that's probably it. You know what I mean? It's probably it, right? Um... But people, okay, the gist. What is the gist of this film? Well, it is set sixty years after revolutions and follows Neo, who lives a seemingly ordinary life as a video game developer. Thomas Anderson, having trouble with distinguishing fantasy from reality. A group of rebels with the help of a programmed version of Morpheus free Neo from a new version of the Matrix and fight a new enemy that holds Trinity captive. So, yeah, there you go. Right? Now, after, you know, so much talk of a possible and it's just like, no, there's never going to be any more. The story is told. We then get this. And it, it opened up and we're just like, What is happening here? Right? We've seen this before. What is... So basically they retread the first film. Like the opening of the first film gets kind of retread. But we then realise... I don't know if they're using old footage or if they... Because although it's the same, right? There's bits of it that seem different. So I don't know if you know, they reshot this whole thing using someone else to kind of create this slightly reflective look, right? But Then we realized that we've got um, people looking in, right? So we've got bugs and uh, the sequinae looking. And like Bugs is talking, like, oh, we got to kind of learn from what went before and just all of this kind of stuff. So that, I mean, that kind of was weird, right? Then we get Neo. Well, now it's Thomas Anderson, right? He's in the real world, computer coder working for company. And the idea is the Matrix and the other two films. Or video games right that's the you know the conceit of it all so you have all of that and it's just like hmm okay now his boss at the video game company is agent smith but he's played by someone else which is like what's happening here you know right? so We then have Bugs go on this mission. Well, she's running away, right? She gets caught. She's escaping. She's about to get caught. And then she's grabbed. grabbed, pulled into this room. And it's an Agent Smith, right? Who saves her and then pulls a gun on her. Which is a bit like, what? What's happening? Like, what's the point here? Because you know, what I mean? if he wanted her dead, he wouldn't have dragged her in the room, right? It's not like he drags her in the room, ties her up. It's like give me information. So it's not an interrogation. You saved it. So why pull a like? That was just all weird. It made no sense. Which then gets into a lot of shit that makes no sense, right? We then find out that. This Agent Smith is Morpheus, mm-hmm, right? This Agent Smith is Morpheus, uh, a construct of Morpheus, created by Neo, right? That That's what they're saying, but it's a bit like, what? I, I don't understand, right? Because they brought back a whole heap of people for this. So whether Lawrence was just like, I'm busy, and from remembering at the time, Lawrence is like, no one even asked me, right? So it's weird. To be like, why wouldn't you bring back Fishbone? You know, what I mean? why wouldn't you bring back Weaving for Mr. Smith? There's no logical explanation for why these things didn't take place. You know? So it does seem weird in places, a lot of this. But Yeah, his boss at the video is just like, we need another Matrix. He's like, oh, I'm working. He's working on a game. It's not quite working. And he's pulled in the office thinking it's going to be about budget and time. And then it's just like, no, we need another Matrix. Right? Which then we get this whole brainstorming session. And loads of people are talking about what a new Matrix should be what they're trying to capture, what they're looking for. And it was so on the nose, right? So on the fucking nose. Like people going, oh, the Matrix should be explosions and guns, more guns, more guns. Yep, yep, that was their people, they said that. Then it's just like, no, I feel the Matrix is a story about hope and psychology and physiology and the, 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 blah, And so you got load of people like just doing this whole thing. And it's just like, like we get it. You want to be meta. You know what I mean? You want to try and be like, oh, we're talking about a game, but we're also talking about the film and all the people who didn't want a Fourth Matrix film. Well, the Fourth Matrix film is going to be this. And it's gonna be that, and blah blah blah. And it's just like, oh god, damn! It it was painful. It was painful because you felt like it didn't need to be there. Didn't need to be there. There's like he's got friends at the video company and just all of this. Where there is a now a bit later in the film, which then kind of just dismisses all of that. Right, which then makes you go, "What was the point in any of that?" Right, just because the way it's done is just very be like, "Oh, should we? No, for these reasons is like, oh, okay, no questioning. Be like, "You like, come on, no, 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 no," and it's just like, "Oh, it's like you know, he sees a therapist, and to." Deal with his delusions and stuff like this. Anderson is taking a lot of pills. Guess what color those pills are? Mm Mm-hmm. Right? So there's all of this stuff which is just so just it's crazy. And throughout, we are getting flashbacks, right? Either flashbacks or there's video screens showing scenes from the first few films right and it's all a little bit odd it's all a little bit odd yeah like, all the rooms are huge you know they're going oh we got to escape we're going here and it's this huge room then we'll go hey, this is huge room which made it kind of feel like loads of sets you know what i mean it didn't feel as much like a a, a, a um A reality, right? This is a place they're inhabiting. It just felt like load of sets, you know what I mean? And so we have all of these things happen, but it's just like, where is the danger here? I don't know if I saw the danger, right? In that, remember that first film and Mouse and that whole, whole thing. People dying in the Matrix, just all of that which made it super like <gasps> fuck, if you die then you're dead and like you, man the anxiety just everything was there was there in the first film. In this one, it's not that because it's just like, oh let's go rescue this but's listen yeah and you're just like what it, people have to die because you know when you're faced with that many, many threats, some like you're not walking away, you know. What I mean, you're not walking away scot free. There's gonna be casualties, there's gonna be scars, it's gonna be, you know, bloodshed. But in this, not really, not really, right? We get drones and drones of people thrown at them, which then you have the issue of, I mean, you're just you know, you're killing all these people, but. Didn't really feel, like, you know what I mean? Killing people, there's a, there's a weight that comes with that. When you're just, like, drone after drone after drone after drone. It's a bit like, eh. You know what I mean? well, you kind of feel with all this should be? Especially when, right, there's normal people doing things, and then, the, you know, the program takes them over, and you see that green in the eye, and just all of that, right? So with shooting them, you'd be like, oh, no. They used to be, I just killed, like, this should be something. But in this, it's just masses, masses of people. When you can do that, stop bullets with the hands and other shit like that, again, it removes the real threat. So it's just like, ah, nothing serious going to happen. They'll just do that, you know what I mean? So there's a lot of stuff in this which you feel like, this could have been really good. But there's just these choices that make no sense. Choices that make no sense. Morpheus's fashion, what the fuck, went on there? Like, oh, like maybe you don't want to do the whole leather, you know, jackets and all of that from the first one. Fine. Fine. You know what I mean? That's all right. I don't care. But they give him these suits, some of the color suits are right, pretty flat, we'll say. But he's got a belt, right? They're button down suits, you know what I mean? But then you've got a belt around the middle. There is no need for the belt. The belt doesn't, it, it also doesn't feel like it's in the right place, right? It's just, why has he got a belt? What the fuck is happening? You know, they do the whole kung fu bit. Again, though, he's like in the first, they were wearing like um, geese. In this one, it's this weird robe. And it all, like, he's got a martini. It all felt like is he gonna train him or fuck him? You know what I mean? It's just weird. You're throwing this, and not, hey, like, fucking ain't, you know I'm not saying? That's weird. But it's this whole setup of the scene. It's weird. You know what I mean? There's just stuff that, oh, man, it just... Yeah, it's odd. It's an odd one. I will say it's better than the last two, right? It, it's definitely better than those. You know what I mean? Because yeah, revolutions and um I forget what the fuck the the one before that was. What was the one before that? Oh jeez. Um man I do, yeah. I can't remember. I cannot remember what that last one was, but it was it was better than those two. I will tell you that for sure. There's some there were some interesting moments in here, but there's just a lot of stuff that isn't explained, like with the f- with the third film ending. You know what I mean? And it's essentially they kind of made it June. Remember? Um, And he's, like, saved everyone and, you know, created this pack, right? So, after all of that, how do we then get to this? You know what I mean? That's not really explained. Like, how do we get to this reality? You know? The whole thing about Tiffany Trinity... You're just like, but why? Like, that's not really. When you f- consider that technically all the stakes, although, as I said, th- there's no, it feels like there's no actual stakes, right? With the way everything goes, but with all, with potential, all this at stake, why Trinity Tiffany? You know, it just, there's just all of these things that really don't add up you know what I mean? really don't add up which is a shame for sure it's a shame people you know what i mean but yeah i don't know it's just very uh reloaded that was the other one yes reloaded it it was just odd Right, It was just odd in the in the nature of how they wanted to tell this story and you know it, it, it does seem a lot of look how clever we are. Look at what we're doing here. How meta is this? Yeah. well, you think we're talking about this we're really talking about this. You know there's all, so much of that. Right? Which kind of just bogged this down so much there's some hammy acting at the beginning, especially Reeves We're like, I'm delusioned. Ooh. but you know what I mean Keanu he, he, like listen, Keanu is a certain type of actor, right, there's certain roles that suit him so well, and then there's other films where he really nails it and then sometimes he's goofy as fuck In this, he's goofy as fuck you know what I mean but yeah, there you go listen, you may have already seen this if not, right, I've watched it on Now TV. Um, but, yeah, it's on all VODs, people. Uh, as I said, look, it's better than Reloaded and Revolutions. But did we really need it? I don't really feel we did. I really don't think we did. The way it ends is, like, there could be more. But if there's, there needs to be actual threat. We need to go, oh, anyone can die, right? Which which was the idea in the first one. This one, not so much. Listen, if you're all about the Matrix, then, yeah, you want to kind of watch this and see where it goes. If you're just intrigued, eh, watch it, you know? But just don't expect. Don't expect it to be the Matrix, you know? Even though it will... It false awakens, right? It gives you so many, look at, we're copying this scene from the beginning. Oh, we're redoing this scene. You know, all of that along with all the flashbacks. But yeah, it's there. It's there. What can you do? You know? I'm curious about the recastings. I'm curious about the aging. I'm curious about, oh, there's so much I'm curious about. But it never gets answered, people. What can you do? All right, well, the Matrix Resurrections is out and about. It's out and about, people. Next, people, a little uh, quiet number with packs of crunch for well, sure. People. Inhale, Next Okay, people, so, back, um, taking a look at films, uh, you know what I mean, that had gone by, right, just from the other year, um, trying to catch up on shit, right, and so uh, this time out, we do Nobody, right, and god damn, yo, you <laughs> know I mean, like, the crazy thing is, I'd heard some good things, but not a whole heap of chatter about this one, which is kind of crazy, right? Mortal Kombat, you heard a lot. Heard a lot. Heard some stuff about Monster Hunter, Ghostbusters, right? Not a whole heap of nobody. And that, people, that baffles the fuck out of me. Ain't gonna lie, right? Right? I'm scratching my head, trying to wonder, how is it? Nobody is talking about nobody. You feel me? Okay, so it's the second feature from Ilya Nashula, right? It is written by Derek Kulstad. Come on now. Everyone must recognize that name by now, right? Oh, Derek. He's been churning out some great shit, right? And, hey, some stuff to come from all accounts. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, with that caliber, you're like, okay, it is produced, right, by um, Colson. Well, no, it's produced by Brad, Braddon Aftergood, right, David Leitch, uh, Kelly McCormick. Bob Oldenkirk, right? Mark Provisiario. It is executive produced by Mark S. Fischer, Derek Colstad, Toby McGuire. Interesting. Annie Marta, uh, co-produced by Ellen Rutter. And associate produced by Scott Watson. Music is handled by David Buckley. Uh, cinematography is Pavel Pogravelkiski. It is edited by Evan Schiff and William Ye. Casting was Lindsey Graham and Mark Vernieu. Production design was Roger Fires. Art direction is Callie Wenzel. Set decoration is Sarah McCudden. Costume design, Patricia J. Henderson. Um, makeup, hair, all that jazz. We've got Lanny C. Brown, Sarah Hoggins, Nina Kavernik, Brenda Magalas, Travis Marzalette. Stacy Mendoza, Shaylin Koluki, Ashley Hayer, Kendall Lewis, Cheryl Mendel, and Doug Morrow. Okay, so our cast. Well, people, we have got the Mansells, right? So this is. Hutch Mansell is played by Bob Oldenkirk. His wife, Becca, Rebecca, she is played by Connie Nielsen. His dad, David, is played by Christopher Lloyd. We've also got um, a voice, right, that we hear, which is Riza. Um, He's got two kids, Blake, played by Gage Monroe, and Abby, played by Paisley Kadarufa. Okay, so we then have got, well, I mean, it all kind of started, I guess, because of, uh, yeah, Lupita and Louise Martin played by Humbly Gonzalez and Edson Morales, okay? Um, Which then brings in Julian Kuznistov, played by Alexei (laughs) Sarabalakov. Wait, I know I probably butchered. I probably butchered those names, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, he's got a son, right? Teddy, played by Alexander Powell. Right, right, we've got um, Pent uh, Antoli, played by Ilya Nashula. We've got Valentina, played by Sergei shirov um there's daniel rizutu ruslan russin vladimir Levkovsky, dan Shkin, bj verdict dylan rampula margarita sodatova um yeah they're all hit people Um, we have got Megan Best, she's a woman in distress on the bus. Right, the bus driver is played by Joanna Rodriguez. We have got Joey, played by Adrian McLean. He is the guard, warden, at um, David's retirement home. And there's Pentagon Darren, played by J.P. Manox. Um, Pavel, played by Aria Mengesha, Charlie Williams, played by Billy McCallum. The Barber, played by Colin Salmon. Eddie Williams, played by Michael Ironside. So that is Rebecca's yeah, Eddie and Charlie are Rebecca's relatives. Okay. So um yeah, that's the main. Uh, I'd say probably. Oh, we got Kirsten Harris and Eric at Havala. They're detectives who we um yeah meet at the beginning, at the end. Right. Um yeah, I'd say that's probably our our key lot of people. There's a lot of people up in the piece, man. There's a lot of people up in the piece, but yeah, I would say they're our our main group. And the gist of the flufflick, right? So Hutch Mansell, an underestimated and overlooked dad and husband, taking life's indignities on the chin and never pushing back. A nobody. When two thieves break into his suburban home one night, Hutch declines to defend himself or his family, hoping to prevent serious violence. His teenage son, Blake, is disappointed in him, and his wife, Becca, seems to pull only further away. The aftermath of the incident strikes a match to Hutch's long-simmering rage, triggering dormant instincts and propelling him on a brutal path that will surface dark secrets and lethal skills. In a barrage of fists, gunfire, and squealing tires, Hutch must save his family from dangerous adversaries um, and ensure that he will never be underestimated as a nobody again. So, yeah, this, <laughs> Yo, this took me completely by uh, what's the expression? Took me by um that thing, right? What the fuck? Could we take me by surprise? Fuck! Jesus Christ! Could take me by surprise? How simple is that? Why can't I not remember that? God damn! Anyway, yeah, listen, I feel that the poster shouldn't be the poster of this film, because, like, oh, man, it, 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 you know what I mean? I think you'd be really shocked watching this film if, if we had a different of poster, you know what I mean? So you know there's going to be violence, but, yeah, I just didn't know what the fuck was going to happen, right? We, You know I mean? As I said, look, we meet Hutch. He, We just see this montage, right, of him... Making breakfast, getting coffee ready, right? Going to bed. There's a divider. His wife has put big cushions in between them. So there's no physical contact, right? Missing the garbage man. Being reminded you missed the garbage man, right? Just these things over and over again. Son doesn't seem to really give a fuck, but we do see the daughter, you know what I mean, the daughter's still rooting for daddy, you know what I mean, which is cute, right, but it just, you know, he's getting treated like shit at work, it's just this perpetual fucking grind that Hutch is on, this wheel that's never changing, you know what I mean, the same over and over and over again, And you're just like, oh, god damn. So, like, do you know what I mean? I don't know, right? Just from this beginning, I'm assuming, right, there might be something that he either wins back the, the affection of his wife or enough is enough. Dumps her and then goes on to something else, Right? That's what you're kind of assuming. Because you're just like, surely, you know, it's Bob Oldenkirk. Right? Bob Oldenkirk. Great actor. But, I don't know, man. I, I can't think of any action films I've seen him in. Now, not saying he hasn't done them. Probably has. I might just be forgetting. Because, you know, I think Bob is one of them actors, right, who is all over the place. But, you may forget you know what I mean and it's one of them situations where sometimes you forget like oh damn homie was in that how did I forget he was in that one you know what I mean that happens right so yeah it, it it's uh you know you just kind of you don't expect. To see um, what happens, you know? So the house gets burgled. House gets burgled. And I don't know, right? You, you, you could, I get like, I guess an adult, as an adult, right? You're watching and you can kind of see from Hutch's point of view, right? If he tries to escalate, a bullet, a stray bullet could go off. Bullet could go off, could hit anyone. His son, his wife, his daughter. Right? We know that shit happens. You know what I mean? People murdered by straight, like anything can happen. So you can see that he's trying to keep a semblance of calm. Right? Making sure shit don't escalate. But the sun feels away. Right? You can see the wife. The wife is like, I think she gets it. She's kind of, you kind of get the sense that she feels like, ah, you could have done, which we kind of then understand after more shit we learn about old Hachi boy, right? But this all happens, but you know, I mean, he's just trying to try to keep the farm safe, man. But looks like his daughter's, you know, favorite chain has gone missing which seems to be the straw that breaks the camel's back right so he's now out looking for this shit and in the journey looking for this shit we realise oh I should also say throughout the film we have um, Arch talking to a Oh, it's hard to explain, man. It feels feel like he's talking to a, um existential voice, right? He puts on records, and then there's this voice talking to him, which you feel, right, he's a little cray. And you'd understand when you see the shit that old Hachi boy has gone through. So in, in in one of these conversations... You understand that Hutch, hey, you saw more in that situation than you perceived, right? So you know there's more to Hutch than meets the eye. And what then unfolds is a peeling back of the layers of old Hutch, man. And we get, we get a crazy-ass story. Crazy, But I will say, and this might sound weird, right? There's a story, it's out there. It's over the top, it's insane. But the way it's played by Christopher Lloyd, by Bob Oldenkirk, Connie Nielsen, and everyone else, you're like, this is kind of believable, right? This is kind of believable. You know what I mean? Because it's just, I mean, the fight scenes... They're rough and ready, you know. What I mean? We don't get, <laughs> and you know, I've, I've mentioned it in some of these things, right? Um, but a lot of fight scenes nowadays, everyone knows martial arts. You know what I mean? Everyone knows martial arts, and they're pulling off shit that you're just like, that. No one's gonna do that in a fight. That ain't feasible, man. That's gonna put you at too much risk. Trying to jump on someone's neck, right? All I have to do is fall back, run forward. There's so many things which will fuck you up. But it never happens in these fight scenes. But yeah, it's crazy. Not in this, right? This, the fight, and <laughs> you, you're going to roll it. When I say, look, the fight scenes, they're crazy. I know. But it feels more realistic. It's like this shit could happen. You know what I mean? That's what you get, right? So you get all of this, and like throughout, Bob Old Hutch, right? As I said, look, these layers get peeled back, and we're seeing, you know, how he's trying to restrain himself, which is crazy and fun, you know. Listen, if you enjoyed the John Wick films, you will really like, nobody's your type of film, for sure, right, it is so much fun, it is so much freaking fun, people, you know what I mean, it's just so insane, with just everything that goes down, you know what I mean, there's no, uh, there is no kind of cause, right, it's once that cord is ripped, it's go time, right, it is freaking go time, and (laughs) hey, if you're a bad guy, you're going to wish, you're going to wish you never ripped that cord, because, boy, it's all levels of craziness and violence, all levels of craziness and violence, and I am here for it, people, because these characters, as I said, look, I I don't recall them in action films, you know, don't recall them in action films, but, well, I mean, look, we know Connie Nielsen, you know I mean, she's in uh, Wonder Woman, yeah, Wonder Woman, Mine went a little blanky blank there for a second, people. But yeah, she—you know—I mean, she does a thing in that. But it's like, uh, yeah, I don't—you know—I mean, a lot of these other people, you know—I mean, it's like, you kind of like, I don't recall them doing this shit, but they play it so well. So like Christopher Lloyd, you know, what I mean? Christopher Lloyd is kicking ass. It's insane. It's great. It really is pretty phenomenal, right? Just this level of violence and craziness. You know? I'm just... I am just like, boy, this is so enjoyable. You know what I mean they, they didn't drop the ball, right? Because there's definitely moments where you think, oh, maybe they're going to pull back here. They do not pull back, right? They do not pull back. And that is incredible, right? It's perfect. So fucking perfect. You know? It is just, it's what you want, right? It is what you want. I guess Bob, he voiced a bad guy in The Incredibles, right? But yeah. You know, he's done comedic shit, right? A lot of comedic shit. So to see him break out in this, damn, it's fire. It is straight up fire, people. You know, if you like action flicks, this has got everything, right? Because you feel that family connection, that family love, all of that. And you can understand someone at the brink who's just like, yo, you know what? Enough is enough. So, people, 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 if you haven't seen it and you want some kick-ass fun, you want to check out Nobody, right? It's on Amazon. I watched it on Now. It's on Apple. You know what I mean? Anywhere, all those VODs that you love, you can find it. And people, you want to find it, and you want to check it out. Because you will not, trust me, you will not be disappointed. You know what I mean? Oh, 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 really, people. And I'd like to see more. I would love to see more. The little John Wick, right? Make it into a little franchise. Why not? Because... You know, there's stories to tell. There's definitely so you can do prequels, do anything. So, yeah, people, nobody, and let's bring it home with a new Netflix joint. It is time for. Yo, so I do not mind a good vampire flick, you know what I mean? Yo, give me a good story and you can be hooked, right? There was that one, shit, was it along in the Dark? You know what I mean? In Antarctica and it's you know, Perpetual Darkness and Vampires Come Out. I think Stephen Dolph might have been in it or Ethan Hawke. It was pretty flat. That one was really good. You know, Blade, of course Blade. 2 was fire too. You know what I mean? Look, we had some really good ones. You know what I mean? We had some shit that doesn't quite work. You know what I mean? But, that's what happened. But it's always interesting to look and see. Look and see. Right? So, uh, yeah, day shift. So this is the directual feature debut from JJ Perry. You know? um, Yeah. I think... Like, he's martial artist, stuntman, which I think explains a lot of stuff that we see here, right? I, I think these things, especially the martial arts, right? It helps um, define some of his work because, yeah, a lot of the stuff we see you know, it's uh yeah, some crazy martial arts shit. He's also, you know, he was a stump man on like the Mortal Kombat films, right? Buffy, yeah, I mean Scorpion King, just shit like that. So you're like, okay, yes, that that makes a lot of sense, right? So he directs, and it is written by Tyler Tice and Shay Hatton. I mean Shay Hatton is all over the place. Right. Um, yeah, it is produced by uh, Sean Reddick, Yvette Yates Reddick, we got Jason Spitz, Chad Stalheliski, you know, from John Wick, uh, executive produced by Alex Young. Tatari Turner, Charles J.D. Chagille, Jamie Fox, and Peter Baxter, with Tom Carson as an associate producer. Music is from Tyler Bates as well, right? Um, we've got cinematography from Toby Oliver. It is edited by Paul Harb. Stuart Atkins and Dina Brigidi handle the casting. Production design is Greg Berry. Art direction, Andy Brumell and Gregory S. Cooper. Set decoration, David A. Cook and Lynn Mitchell. Costume design, Kelly Jones. Right, our cast... We have got Jamie Foxx as Bud Jablowski. Um, then Megan Good plays his ex wife Jocelyn Jablowski. Right? We have got, um, she uh. Well, we don't seem to have the name of his daughter, which that seems... Oh, here we go. Paige Jabowski is played by Zion Brodnax. Okay, then we've got um Seth, played by Dave Franco. Uh, the Big Bad Heather, played by Natasha Bodizoyo. Um, there is, hmm, um, Big John Elliot, played by Snoop Double D, Snoop called Drizzy Dog. Um, Ralph Seeger, Seth and Bud's boss, he is played by Eric Lang. We've got Troy played by Peter Stormar. Um, there's Klaus, played by Oliver Masuki. Darion, played by Scott Adkins, I believe. Oh no, yeah, so the Nazarian brothers. So there's Darion and then Mike, played by Steve Howie. Um We've got Audrey, who is played by Carla Souza. She is one of Bud's neighbors. Let's just say. Uh, There's the old lady, who is played by Daniel Kennedy and Shai Dubru. Uh, JC Wendell and Mary Ellen Avino are neighbors of Bud. Um, Mayuki Matazunga is a dry cleaner who works with the union. Um, Michelle Renner Millsap is the receptionist at the union. Right. And Sasha is played by Nassie Furlong. Um, there's Carol, played by Gloria Bishop. She's a colleague of Seth's. Uh, I think that's probably our main group of people. So the gist is this, right? A hard working blue collar dad who wants to provide a good life for his quick-witted eight-year-old daughter, his mundane San Fernando Valley pool-cleaning job is a front for his real source of income, hunting and killing vampires. Mm -hmm -hmm. Right? So, this this is an interesting film, right? There is some real interesting stuff here, right? Um, and I will say, the car chases, there's some interesting angles used, right? So it's not just a bog-standard car chase, which I thought, okay, that's not bad. It's not bad. That's interesting, you know? Uh, i got some, you know, fun little things for killing the vampires, the fight scenes, real kinetic. Right, real kinetic. There is some yo, there's some shit with the Nazim brothers when they come through, right? The bit's like, give me a bullet, (laughs) right? And in mid-air, like reloads the gun with this bullet flying through the and like it was fire, you know? Some fun shit. Definitely some fun shit. Now we start off with like bud. Pool cleaner cleaning out the pool, just all trash. Then he goes in the house, right? You know something's up from jump, right? You you just know. But I have to say, the hidden contraption in his box, that's pretty dope. You know, goes in the house, hunting vamps, and finds them, does his thing. I, I will say, right we get that, we get the kind of clue that Bud has been doing this for a long last time. Which then means that first little instant was crazy sloppy, right? It was real fucking sloppy the way, just like not anticipating and, you know what I mean, you've got all the guns but then the backup shit, right? In case, you know, oh, I drop a gun, what have I got? Right, there's, there's a lot of scrambling, which is fine, but if we're meant to believe that Homie is, you know, he's a lifer this year, then mm, gonna come correct, son. You feel me? But yeah, you know, that's it. We we then you know the interactions with you know his ex and the kid and just all of that. That's what it look. It fits the narrative of the film. Like right? it helps drive where the film is going to go and all of this. But shoot short as eight, right? So, you know, they were married for a while. How, it seems like they, they've not been separated for a long time. So that's a long-ass time for him to be sneaking around and lying. And, like, you kind of feel, right, that there would have been time to tell the wife. Or, or kind of put in place a better, a better life, you know? And then it's just the whole money thing of the story. Like, I've got to raise all of this money in this time frame. Kind of feel, well, surely you're putting stuff away. Because you know, you're sending, it's not like it's a surprise. You're sending your kid to a, a, a private school. You know it costs money. You feel me? This is like, wait, what's happening here? Like, why is this such a big shot? Then gets the union rep, right? But acts like an ass for a what? Like that whole thing when Seth comes into it, it, it just it felt a little forced. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, okay, we're going to be dicks to each other, but then we're going to become, like, you know what's happening. So it's just like, uh, do we have to play this dance, right? Because it didn't feel necessary. Like, it didn't fit what was going on, right? Because if you have to be decent to this unit, otherwise you're kicked out. If you're kicked out, you're not going to make money. So why, like, you wouldn't be a dick. You know what I mean? You'd be trying to make it work from the giddy up. You know, so there's stuff, like there's stuff that doesn't quite work here, you know, stuff that, like there's the the neighbour situation, right, it's all kind of really fast, you know, we get the one interaction, he helped her or this and then, you know, everything that kind of follows, but it's all like really quick and just like, oh, the assumption must be this and okay, boom, boom, boom. Then the situation with Seth, right, and it's just like, okay, well, there's no establishment of what these two are now, how they're now operating, right? It's just vampires are bad, vampires do this, vampires do that. So it's like, okay, so what's the story about these two, you know? We get this big setup at the beginning like there's a vampire takeover but we we get that little scene you know what i mean kind of fellas esque right but then nothing during that doesn't really we don't really see anything else of that you know like these other vampire hunters right the fact that the union has now become this big thing even in paris So, where are the other, like, we meet the Nazarians, we meet Big J, that's it. And you kind of feel like there should, you know, should be others, right? So, listen, there's, there's definitely a lot to like here. There's stuff that doesn't quite work, you know? Now, last year, I feel around about the same time, we had the film Night Teeth, which... Some interesting bits in it, but that doesn't quite work. You know what I mean? I feel if these two films kind of came together, we'd have a great film. You know, because there's bits in both that were great, like the stylized, you know, the tones of Night Teeth. I feel, look, put them in this one. Ooh, right? The gang build-up in Night Teeth, put this in this one yo we're off to the races son you know so if you like if you really like life thief I think you're like day shift, right it's it's not quite as it's definitely not as good I was gonna say it's not quite as nah it's definitely not as good as project power which um fox was in that was just that straight legit you know what I mean that's straight legit but yeah it, it's not Bad. You know what I mean, there's definitely. I think a lot of people will enjoy, it, right? It's now Netflix people. So if you want some vampire action, you want crazy fights because everyone knows martial arts. <laughs> everyone knows martial arts. You know what I mean? This is, this is a funny thing about you know action films now. Everyone knows martial arts, and you'd be like, I don't think they do. Oh, there's definitely levels to this shit. So you might think you know, but do you know. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, there's a lot of action. There's some fun shit. There's some weird, contortionate shit. You know what I mean? But, yeah, if you want all of that, then uh, Day Shift. Day Shift would be for you, for sure. You know what I mean? (laughs) okay so we have hit that time again people but before we bounce let's take a look and see what's happening in the world of film okay so if you are a fan of universal's yeah. Coming, Coming from Hanga, Series, Right, still the film has cold. been locked down. Right, so um, yeah, we're going to see who in Parliament on the 8th of March, 2024. You know, which boy, that's like eight years. It's the last because the third part in 2016, right? But yeah, with the first few films being a bridge, so that means this could be a potential very <laughs> new iteration, right? It just opens up opens oh, up storytelling, you know. So let's see what happens, right? Um, onward. Off, right, so <laughs> you know I mean? there's, there's all this back go stuff that's been going on, right? So I think, um yeah, Warner Brothers is trying to uh, mitigate the situation, so I believe what they're saying is, which you know probably is just lip service, but they're saying that Leslie, uh, Leslie Grace, yeah, might, you know, what I mean they, they, they might keep her on as Batgirl in future films, right? So there's not bad announcement back Batgirl. But, you know, if that don't show up, they'll get Leslie Grace to run through. But far. <laughs> That's been said a lot of times, and it's not happening. You know what I mean? So, until it does, we've got Alright? Um, yeah. We've got, you know, the new Todd Phillips. Oh, The new Todd Phillips Joker film, and they're saying um, it's 150 million budget, right? Double what the previous film cost. But you know, I kind of feel they have to do that because when they came out and said, "Look, we're not going to make as many films, but we're going to make quality." We're gonna put everything behind the ones we think are worthwhile, which is a little shabby, you know. But it does then mean you've got to practice what you preach, right? So uh, yeah, there you go. Um, now what is crazy, right? So the Rock has been talking, aka Dwayne Johnson, about the whole. Black Adam situation, and we know that film is dropping soon. But is this the whole talk about you know the fact that it's been talked about for years before it actually got made? And um, saying right that basically the original plan was to have Shazam and Black Adam the origins in the same film, which I don't know, I thought it makes a level of sense because those characters, you yeah, know, they're part of each other's mythology, right? from what I'm aware of. Now, I don't know DC as tough as Marvel, right? So maybe I'm wrong, but I do believe I, when I've seen pictures in the past, like Adam, Adam has been, you know, in the Shazam universe but old dreamy boy said that basically him and his team were the reason why you've got a separate shazam and black Adam film. we're only going um all oh, right where's the quote where's the quote right so when the first draft of the movie came to us it was a combination of black adam and shazam two origin stories in one movie now that was the goal so it wasn't a complete surprise but when When I read that, I just knew in my gut, we can't make this movie like this, we would be doing Black Adam an incredible disservice, I mean, it means that maybe you're gonna get less screen time and less money, that's what that means, doing it a disservice is a bit. I mean, it's a bit of a Uh, right because the thing, right? right? If it means you get to do this and then potentially spawn two franchises, then boom, your goal is being done, right? You tell a great story with enough rope to spring spring two things out of it, right? That's when you know you've done shit properly. Because you can guarantee not a load of people know the fuck Black Adam is. You know what I mean? They know Shazam from the Shazam cartoon, but not a lot of people know Black Adam. Right? So it makes sense to have them in one film. But what the River Dwayne Boy coming out and saying all of this, right then goes on to, I made a phone call. I said i have to share my thoughts here it's very unpopular because everybody thought hey this script is great let's go make this movie i said i really think that you should make shazam make that movie on its own in the tone that you want and i think we should separate this as well right which is just like now <laughs> They're doing it he's put so much pressure on this black Adam film, right? Because if this black Adam film sucks, everyone's gonna be like, "I'm trust the rock man." You know what I mean? I mean? this is like unnecessary shit. Like, obviously, it makes yourself look like, Yo, good. i this way I can tell people to do this, but the end product needs to be wired down. Right? can't just be good. It has to be fire. Right? This film has to make money. Not just break even. It's got to make money. Right? We, will see. we will see. what the fuck You know what I mean? Okay, So, um, in Right? So, you know, we're getting the pool guy film. Right? David Yetch is direct. Ryan Gosling party, is um, starring, and Emily Blunt has joined with a co star with Ryan. So, yeah, I mean, really interesting, interesting head to head see head what head happens, right? Um, um, so, Drew Pierce handled the script. Kelly McCormack. Diamond City of the Juicy, and the film is due on the 4th of March, 2024. And let's end with this one. Because... Hey, this is pretty right? I don't know why it's happening, but Rogue One, Star Wars story, is in the cinemas, again, right? But one night only, right? So the um, end of all of um, Oh, right. Okay, it does make sense, right? So it's gonna hit on the 26th of August. So that's next week, right? But it's doing that because, actually, hmm, no, right now, it's doing it because of the Star Wars Andor series, right? Which is coming to Disney Plus. But I figured, oh, that means Andor's coming like the next day or maybe the Monday. And it was coming on the 21st of September. So I kind of feel it would have made more sense to drop it literally just before. You know? I didn't make it before we Right, so you've got a wig to go out there, watch that, and then you can get twined off. But a mug? It's one night only, man. Actually, no. It's one night only. So you can literally do it the day before. Yeah, this is stupid. But, eh, what do I know? Right? Maybe it's analytics the shop. I don't think Whatever. But it's happening. All right? But that's what's happening. And people, that's us. We are done for another episode. Um, next week's going to be fire. We've got a good few films. And so, to forward we